So when we come on a retreat like this, particularly at this time of year, a uh, time of uh, endings and new beginnings, <coughs> um, you know, I think for many people the motivation is to um, to transform some of the the patterns that are not serving us and to cultivate something more wholesome that might uh, lead us to a, a more peaceful, happy, contented state. And yet uh, it's often that we come on retreat and then we, we use the same old patterns of mind that we've been using before to meet our practice. So maybe, uh, you know, we've been pushing through really willful and making it all work. And then we come to the retreat and we do the same thing. We stay there, the, 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 the willful mind is still in control, trying to make it all happen. So, uh, you know, we've, we've probably had lots of experience of seeing, well, what are the results of that? You know, what are the results of doing things the way we've been doing them? And uh, probably part of the results are the reason that we're here, to see if we can, can uh, change direction to some degree. It might also be that we have a tendency to procrastinate, you know, put it off for later, there's time, there's no problem, there's plenty of time. So the chart we did this morning, it's, it's a, an encouragement, it's a, to arouse urgency. Because who knows how much time we have, really. Could be years, could be moments. Could be days, could be weeks, could be months. We don't know. So the sense of urgency isn't uh, meant to increase the sense of willfulness, but increase the sense of turning towards what is. Being interested in what is what is present here and now. And to um, encourage a, a reflection and a, a exploration of the sense world, the sense world that we take to be who and what we are. So the, the experience through the six senses, the eye, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body and mind. So that is the overwhelming experience of being what we call me. And so the, the Buddha is encouraging us to, to explore that and investigate that. And to see how we put things together. We see something, it, it reminds us of something, and then a whole world of perception arises. And uh, or we see a person or somebody doing something in a particular way, and that reminds us of something in our lives that is difficult or is beautiful, and, and then a whole world arises around that. So just to 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 explore that, how that happens, how we see a colour and it brings up a certain feeling for us, or we see a. A pair of boots, and it brings up a story for us. And just seeing how that happens. A smell, 
Oh, that smells really lovely. Oh, oh horrible smell. Or maybe a smell that reminds me of da 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 da. And just noticing how our sense experience, you know, how worlds are created through our sense experience. And the, the mind being the most uh, complex of those, really. Because the mind puts everything together, it joins dots in all kinds of interesting ways. And living in a community, you get to see how, you know, you get five or six people in the same situation with the same things going on and you can get five or six different readings of what's going on because we're all experiencing it through our own conditioning and our own um, perceptions. So the invitation is to, to explore and question and, and be interested in <coughs> the perceptions that arise and the and the, the, the reactions to our sense experience, the liking and not liking, the wanting and not wanting, the, the fear and desire that arise around our sense experiences. And a helpful support to that is just to be aware of What's the feeling tone of, of our experience, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, painful or neutral, pleasant, painful or neutral. So when we can know just that much, we already have a, a little bit of a distance or a little bit of a context within which to, to experience what's going on. So. Um, you know, one of the qualities of the Dhamma is, is ehi pasiko, which means come and have a look, come and see. It's an invitation. So this is, uh, this is you know, just recognizing how we can, we can miss that because we have this idea of like, okay, I should be, I should be concentrating on the breath and I should be getting this, you know, getting still and then I shouldn't be having all of this distract, these distracting thoughts and, you know, oh, that pain in my knee, that's really inconvenient, that's just totally messing up my meditation. So all of those things are, are you know, our minds, our egos being at odds with things as they are. And the invitation of the Dharma is to be interested in things as they are, to be curious about things as they are, to explore what is happening here and now. And sometimes, you know, we might be sitting in meditation and feeling very, very stuck, very stuck, and maybe, you know, stiff, shoulders are all tight, and back is aching, and heart feels like a rock. So then we bring just a gentle and kind and patient attention to that. It's, it's very unlikely that you'll feel the same at the end of this retreat. It's very unlikely that will just remain day in, day out. But at the same time we can't force it to change. 
So but we can be interested, be attentive, be patient. And that invites the change to happen naturally. And it might also be that uh, you know in our daily lives we have a little story going on that you know we're not really good enough and we can't really do things as well as other people and maybe our life hasn't turned out the way we thought it should or could or would. And uh, and then we do the same. We bring that same attitude to our, to our practice. So uh, so we sit and. Feel our body, the weight of our body, and then maybe start paying attention to the breath, and then some old feelings arise that are, that are very strong, and we can't pay attention to the breath anymore. We're pulled off into the feelings, and, and then at some point we remember again. Oh yes, I was practicing mindfulness of breathing, and, and so we come back, and, and instead of appreciating that we've remembered. We berate ourselves for being useless meditators and hopeless cases, and, you know. So really what uh, is much more useful and more in align with the Dhamma is to, as soon as we notice, when, as, whenever we notice, however far we've gone, wandering, as soon as we remember to come back to the present, we come back with a sense of, of appreciation the sense of, of gladness that we've that we've remembered the path. And then we can also be interested in, you know, well what was it that took me off there? Not 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 the kind of interest that gets us wandering off again, but just like what was that? Maybe actually it was something really valid that needed attention. Can you hear me? Yeah. Maybe it was something really valid that needed our attention and, and actually we were being mindful of that. And that's also that belong you know, we were being mindful of mind states, mindful of feelings. And that also belongs in the scheme of the four foundations of mindfulness. So it may well be that we, we didn't wander off at all, but we but something took our attention that needed attention at that time. And then when it had the attention needed it passed. And then we could come back to the breath again. So, uh, so just to, to be careful not to automatically meet our practice with the same habits that we meet our daily life. The habits that don't serve us. And in this time, you know, we can explore different ways. So we can explore just responding with appreciation. And maybe if arousing gladness. You know, like the fact that we're here, all of us, you can be a sense of like, oh, what? Spending these days, there's, there's a certain amount of wisdom that brings somebody on a retreat like this. And some of you come back again and again. <laughs> so there's a certain amount of wisdom that's, that's, that knows there's, there's more to be seen. There's a, there's a depth that is difficult to touch into in the busy world. But it's in you, it's in each of us. And, these, and you know, putting these conditions in place can help to support touching into that depth. So there can be a sense of appreciation for that. You know? 
gladness that there's you have the wisdom to not be, you know, trying to find some great party for the new year this year. You're having a having a, a Dharma party. And uh, and also for the work it takes to do this practice, you know, it's not an easy path, it's not a quick path. But it's a profound path with many beautiful fruits. So appreciation for the the effort and the hard work it takes to keep going, to keep coming back, to keep letting go. And sometimes letting go is uh, easy and uh, brings a great relief. And sometimes it's really hard. So sometimes we know we have to let go of what we kind of don't quite want to let go of yet. But we kind of know we have to. That's, that's hard. But everything that we have to let, you know, we work so hard to let go of, we're going to have to let go of anyway. It's all changing, it's all passing. We, you know, we come together and we part again. In this short time, in this retreat, and also much bigger situations in our lives, sometimes for years and years, and then we part again. And that's, that's how this world is. That's the nature of things. And sometimes coming together is sweet. And we want it to last forever and then it changes. And sometimes coming together is really difficult. And we wish it would just be over. And it lasts longer than we wish, and then it changes. It's just doing what it's doing. It's life doing what life does. And then we, we want and we don't want. We grasp and we push away, and that's where the pain comes in. So part of the chanting this morning uh, not getting what you want is dukkha. Getting what you don't want is dukkha. This is just like a, this is a law of nature. And uh, the more we expect to get what we want, or think it should be the way we want it to be, the more we suffer. So learning to to let go around the the desires and disappointments and come back to what is here the, the strength, the intention, the integrity all of the many acts of kindness, of patience the wisdom 
even if you don't feel very wise, there is wisdom there. It's part of us. So coming back to what is here, touching the earth, feeling the the presence and the solidity of this body, feeling the transience of the breath, and the many moods and thoughts and feelings that pass through this body and mind. So appreciating this being learning and growing and letting go.